Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network, coming to you from the TeacherCast studios since 2011. Join us each week as we bring you the latest educational news, ed tech updates, and hottest interviews with today's most influential leaders in education. And now, for your host, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today on Making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is episode number 16 of the Jeff Bradbury Show. If you are a blogger, a podcaster, a speaker, a consultant, somebody who's out there trying to put together a brand for themselves, looking to do something a little bit outside the classroom these days, this is the podcast for you. Thank you guys for being on the journey with us. How are you? It has been a weird time here in education land. Of course, everybody out there is trying to get, uh, you know, get their families safe, get the coronavirus fever away from them. I hope everybody's doing okay. I know my school is uh, starting to ramp up some efforts. I know my family and I are teaching the little ones how to do all the hand washing that's possible. I got to tell you guys, it's crazy time to be thinking about building your EDU brand. I am still looking forward to March 21st, where I'll be giving a keynote address in Metuchen, but I got to tell you, I'm starting to wonder if I'm going to be doing it. I'm starting to wonder if it's still going to last. I'm starting to wonder if they're going to cancel the con- uh, conference. Probably are. Guys, it is really, really hard these days to be building your EDU brand, but that's okay. Today, show is all about you guys. Last week, we did a show all about creating a digital hub, a digital hub instead of a website. We talked about the three P's of building our website, of planning, promoting, and preparing, and how we're going to put all that stuff together. And I actually had a few people write me in this last week and go, but Jeff, tell me a little bit about WordPress. You talked about that on the show last week. I've heard of it. I don't understand it. What is up? What is WordPress? I also had a lot of people respond, uh, particularly one person who I know listens to this show every single week. Um, He's got the initials JB, just like myself. You can always find him at a wrestling ring. He knows who he is. And, um, you know, he's somebody just like me who does WordPress, creates websites on on a professional basis, takes on clients. And him and I often have, uh, you know, conversations. I don't want to say arguments, but conversations about why WordPress, how WordPress the best. Now, look, this show today is not going to go into every little detail, but I hope today what you're what you're going to get out of this show is a little bit about why you want to put your website on the WordPress platform. I'm going to start a little basic. I'm going to go into some of the intermediate stuff and maybe I'll touch some of the advanced things. I'm kind of free flowing this one tonight. Not a lot of show notes um, as I record this, but definitely we'll have a ton of show notes over on the uh, on the website. Again, you can find everything out over here on episode number 16 as we go through the process. A um, couple things as we think about this, right? We talked last week about using your website as a digital hub. You want to be thinking as you build your website is something that everything can be branched off into, something that your social media can be branched into, something that your podcast can be branched off to, something that your videos, your audio, your uh, you name it, right? Anything like that can be branched off into it. And now look, there's tons of, of solutions out there, right? And depending on how 
experienced you are with websites, you can choose something like a WordPress. You can choose something like a Google site. You can choose a Wix, a Weebly, a Squarespace. Now, there's great reasons to choose all of those things. I've, I've had the opportunity. Most of the time when a new, um, I'll call you a brand builder for lack of a term, says, what platform should I use? My recommendation is choose them all. Choose every single one of them. Test drive Squarespace. Test drive Wix. Test drive. Because inevitably, most people don't, you know, drive themselves into WordPress, get frustrated and say, this is too much. And then the next thing you know, they, they're kind of stuck with things. Um, as I said last week, WordPress wasn't my first choice. Um, I kicked and screamed running into it. But I got to tell you, after nine and years or so, it's the single best decision I've ever made with the website. It changed my life and I wanted to help change yours. So let's talk a little bit about this. Why WordPress? Number one, WordPress is everywhere. I don't remember the exact statistics right now, but I think it's coming up to almost 40% of all websites. I'm pretty sure that's a close number. If not, it might be 30%. But still, um, the number that I heard for this number two, the second most saturated uh, website is like three or 4%. So just right there, you can see that WordPress is dominating everything. WordPress comes in two varieties. We'll talk about that shortly. You can have a free version of WordPress. You can have a paid version of WordPress. You can, of course, customize your website with themes and plugins, and you can adjust the navigation to however you want it, and you can set up an RSS feed so people can subscribe to it, and it's SEO-friendly. I'm going to dive into all of those things today in, in a little bit of detail. And I promise you guys, as the Jeff Bradbury show progresses, we might do an entire show on SEO or on building a navigation for your website. I want to get some feedback from you guys on this show first. If you dig this show, let me know. You can always write to me at feedback at teachercast.net or head on over to buildyouredubrand.com. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know what your questions are. Don't forget that we have an amazing Facebook group that has uh, dozens of members at this point, almost 100 actually, um, filled with teachers who are asking questions each and every week on how to build, how to make a website, how to support each other, and yeah, how do you build your brand in the wake of the coronavirus. So we've got a lot of things that were going on today. But first, let's talk a little bit about WordPress. Because when it comes to WordPress, there are so many myths out there. There's so many things that people think they know. There's so many things that people get wrong. And then there's so many questions that people ask that are innocent questions, but we're not quite sure that we're asking an innocent question until we, you know, maybe ask the right or wrong question. Let's start back in the beginning. WordPress, I believe, is, I think it's 13 maybe 14 years old, something like that. And it it started literally in somebody's basement. I mean, it was just one of those, I have an answer for this thing. And the next thing you know, WordPress was born and it's evolved greatly. And WordPress is, in essence, a database. I always start with that, my friends. WordPress is a database. It's a spreadsheet. It is a huge spreadsheet. And so when you're thinking about spreadsheets, you think about columns and you think about rows. And if you can wrap your head around columns and rows... 
you're pretty good at 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 thinking about WordPress being a you know it's a spreadsheet, it's a database, it's it's just it's a way to organize things. We call it a CMS or a content management system, and that means it works differently than things like Google Sites or Wix. It has a front end, it has a back end. The back end we call the dashboard, right? On the front end, I've heard it being called the visual website or whatever it is. But, you know, essentially to do WordPress, you go into the dashboard, you you make some changes, you make a post, a page or whatever. And then on the front, you refresh and it's there. Now, I just mentioned two of our other favorite vocabulary words, posts and pages. Let me do that one for you. A post is essentially content that changes. Um, posts have categories. Posts have Tags. We'll talk a little bit about that as we go. But basically, a post is something that, like a database, you can put in various columns and rows. Whereas a page is what we call static. It's like your about page or your contact page. Things that you're not going to be playing with after you set them and forget them. So there's a few different vocab words that are here. And of course, you know, I'll try to put as many links and stuff in our show notes. And, you know, I've got several dozen posts on TeacherCast. If you just do a search for teacher uh, for, for WordPress, you can certainly find that. There's two different kinds of WordPresses. I don't want to confuse you. Okay. The two different kinds of WordPresses are WordPress.com and WordPress.org. That's it. There's only two different kinds. The difference is this, WordPress.com is a service. It is owned by a company called Automatic. It is an amazingly large virtual company. They have no offices. Their people are spread out all around the country. And they are essentially, I'll put this in air quotes, the company that makes WordPress. And I put that in air quotes because technically if you're building on WordPress, you are making WordPress. So we call that WordPress.com. And for free, you can go to WordPress.com and sign up for a free WordPress account. You'll be jeff.wordpress.com. And for free, you can have an account. You can set up a website. You can have some fun with it. You can make anything that you want um, within the limitations of their free plan. Now, on WordPress.com, they do have a paid tiered option. Um... I don't remember exactly, I'm not looking at it, but it's like four to six bucks for the entry level, eight to 12 bucks for the medium level, and then the highest level for WordPress is actually $25, and that gives you business. Personally, if you're my client, I always put my clients on WordPress business. Now, you might think 25 bucks a month is heavy, but it's like 600 bucks for a year. It's not that bad of a deal. Um, and the nice thing about having the WordPress business is that you can put any plugin on it, any theme on it, and it's completely 24-7 upkeep, and you get service from them. You get all of the wonderful things that they have as far as e-commerce and and and. and Again, this isn't a WordPress, maybe it is a WordPress commercial, right guys? But I mean, this isn't a commercial for WordPress.com. But I got to tell you, for the last five or six years, almost all of my clients exclusively have been on 
wordpress.com business. And if you're interested in having a website built, I'd be happy to help you out with that, talk you through it, build it for you. Um, I love talking WordPress. You can, of course, go on over to teachercast.net and book a session with me. Would love to help you guys out with your WordPress or website needs in general. So wordpress.com is an amazing, amazing platform. If you're a beginner, I highly recommend going and signing up for a WordPress.com site. Play with it. You can't hurt it. It's a database. The worst thing that you do is you hit the flush button and it all goes back to zero. That's the worst thing that can happen, right? So I would recommend playing with that. I mean, I've got several free WordPress accounts that if I'm trying something, I will test it out. Now, if you're looking to spend a little bit of money, like I said, WordPress has a, a couple extra features to it, right? You can add themes. What is a theme? A theme is essentially the visual component that you see. All the colors, the, the way that it looks, the way that it acts, the way that pictures are on it, the way that posts are on it. It is your theme, and your theme basically takes over your websites, both front-end and back end or the dashboard side and different themes provide different ideas F themes come in two varieties as you'd imagine free and paid right free and premium themes most free themes these days are a gateway to having you pay for the theme and to have you unlock the theme so my suggestion is always try the free version out see if you like it and then unlock the extra stuff generally on a free theme at the bottom it makes you say this theme is powered by and then it gives you whatever the you know whatever the name of the company is because it's giving it to you for free how much is a theme a theme could be 60 bucks a free a theme could be 120 bucks usually when i'm working with clients i tell them budget for 70 to 80 bucks on a theme if you go higher great if you go lower great okay so that's the idea with themes and look, again, there's a whole podcast show involved in that. If you have any questions that you want me to specifically answer about themes, let me know. I'd be happy to put a whole show together. The next thing with WordPress is you got plugins. Plugins basically add functionality to the website. It's like adding an extra arm or a toe or a kneecap or anything like that into your website. Now, I'm not going to go into all the different plugins. There's hundreds of thousands of plugins. Many of them you can find for free. Tens of thousands of them. 40,000, I think, is the last time I heard the right number, um, are free. And you can find them on what we call the WordPress repository. Or otherwise, you hit the plugin button and you can search and search and search. Um, little side note for my WordPress friends. More plugins is not more gooder. Right? You actually want to come up with less plugins because that's less code on your website. That's less things to load every time it pulls up a page. And that's less work that your website has to do. So most people, when they first get into WordPress, and I'm raising my hand, um, decide that, oh, I have a website. I can do this plugin and turn it into here. I can add this plugin and do this with it. I can add that plugin and do that with it. And then you suddenly realize that your website's crawling at a very slow speed. So like I said, try a free WordPress.com account and go for it. Just know that you're going to have some limitations. And look, if you're a beginner, the free account is great. 
if you're a, uh, even if you're an expert, I would recommend again, the wordpress.com business account for 25 bucks a month. That's amazing. Now let's talk about wordpress.org. WordPress.org is anything not.com. And I should have said this earlier, but even if you go to WordPress.com, you get an account and you put your domain on it, like you attach your domain, you're still on WordPress.com. .org is literally anything else that is WordPress. If you have an account with GoDaddy, if you have an account with Bluehost or HostGator or any one of these other wonderful website companies that offer service, you are on WordPress.org. Even if you're TeacherCast.net, BuildYourEDUBrand.com, AskTheTechCoach.com, there's only two kinds of websites, .org, .com. So if you're hosting it somewhere else, you are on .org. And that's that's okay. Um like I said, 40% of the internet is running WordPress. So let's talk a little bit about this. And again, broken record time, happy to do an entire show on hosting. Just ping me, be happy to talk about it. Um, the, the, the question that people say, and I actually saw this on Facebook the other day. I don't know if this guy was joking. He came onto Facebook and said, what's the cheapest WordPress hosting I can get? Because everybody that you want to think about, GoDaddy, Bluehost, all these, I don't even want to say these names, all try to get you on cheap WordPress hosting. $4 WordPress hosting, $2.99 WordPress hosting. And then inevitably, people look at things um, on the other side and go, why would you pay $120 for WordPress hosting when you can get it for 4 bucks?" Yeah, about that. Fun, fun conversations for another podcast. Bottom line is, and I'm not going to bore you on this, my friends, when you're looking at hosting, you got to look at all of the options. And I'd be happy to have a conversation with you guys. If you have, you know, if you're looking at a choice between two different hostings or three different hostings and you want to figure out where to go with your stuff, I'm happy to have those sit down conversations with you guys all about that. You can, of course, book me over over at buildyouredubrand.com. Would happy to sit down for half an hour or an hour with you guys. Bottom line is you don't want to buy cheap hosting, okay? You want to make sure that your hosting plan has a few things. You want to make sure that it has enough speed. You want to make sure it has enough RAM. You want to make sure that it has a backup plan. You want to make sure that it has something called cPanel. You want to make sure that when you pick up the phone, somebody is there to answer the phone. You also want to make sure that you have access to your site. The nice thing about being over on on uh, wordpress.com is they they host it for you. If you decide to go get hosting with GoDaddy, let's just say, I'm gonna use, use them because they're, they're the biggest WordPress hosting company other than wordpress.com. If you decide to use GoDaddy, you are given a server, which is essentially a hard drive. You put your website on it. They may or may not help you install it. Different conversation. And now it's up to you. You're the one managing it. If your website breaks, that's all on you. Um, I, I've broken TeacherCast way too many times. I really have. Um, hours online. I can't tell you how many hours on, I've been on hold. I can't tell you how many hours I've been on support with Bluehost and with GoDaddy. And all, I one day, one day, remind me to tell you the story of how five days straight, for five days straight, I was on. 
tech support calls with Bluehost equaling over 24 hours on the phone over a five-day period. Um, look, TeacherCast has gone through amazing things, and I've learned because of it. And I've learned enough to know that I don't want you guys to be going through that stuff by yourself. So don't buy cheap hosting. That's the bottom line for that. So what kind of hosting do you buy? You're going to hear words like managed WordPress hosting. And, and those are scary terms. Well, what does managed mean? Uh, managed basically means, to the best of my knowledge and the best that I can explain it to you, is that they will give you a space with a control panel and they will support the WordPress environment. They're helping you to manage what you're doing. Now, I'm sure that other people can give you a better definition than this, but you want to make sure that you're looking at managed WordPress hosting with all of your stuff. So with all of these different hosts, HostGator, Pagely, Bluehost, GoDaddy, um, what does Jeff recommend? All right. What does Jeff recommend I do? What does Jeff recommend I go? Um, first things first, I'll say it again. Call me. Happy to have those conversations. I don't want to see you waste your money. I don't want to see you putting your money in the wrong thing. Um, I've helped out friends um, happily and and I and I and helped point them in the right direction. And I don't want to see you guys go down the right road, the, the wrong road. Long day. I started off my WordPress journey using GoDaddy. I kind of got bigger and I kind of outgrew them. And frankly, I was getting tired of the runaround on support. I moved my website um, from GoDaddy over to Bluehost, a great company. Um, I recommend Bluehost. I also recommend using the Bluehost business uh, for many reasons, right? Um, I also recommend using GoDaddy. GoDaddy, since since I left GoDaddy, GoDaddy has gotten so much better with their support and with how they treat customers, which is number one. But um, I moved everything over to Bluehost. And then three years ago, um, I moved my website from Bluehost onto a company called Podcast Websites. And if you go to podcastwebsites.com or better yet, teachercast.net slash PW, um, you can learn a lot about podcast websites. Podcast websites, I would highly recommend for anybody with or without a podcast. Um, and if you are interested in doing that, yeah, teachercast.net slash PW is my affiliate link. Or let me know. I'd be happy to introduce you to the team over there. They have been my saviors in the podcasting world and in the website world. They host my website. They host my podcast. They support my website and my podcast. They um, make sure everything is up and running. I have 24-7 support. I have an amazing team that I work with over there. And, and if you look at TeacherCast in the last three years, especially right now, I think it looks pretty damn good. And that's because of the product that I get over at podcast websites. I've had the opportunity to put friends onto WordPress for the first time on podcast websites, and they've been very, very awesome with it. They, they Their websites look great. Um, but I, I, I can't say enough about the team over at podcast websites. Uh, Mark, Kieran, Lester, Hannah, um, all 
amazing people. James is very good on, on support, and they're always they're always getting better. And one day we'll have a show here about Captivate, their new program for podcast hosting, and we'll talk all about that stuff. But like I said, two, three years ago, I moved everything over to podcast websites, did a complete rebrand, and I love it. Um, I absolutely love the product. So let's do the quick good, better, best here. If I was a new person and I was looking to get into WordPress, I would sign up for a free account at wordpress.com. I'd find a free theme. I'd play around. I'd learn about posts. I'd learn about pages. I would make every mistake possible. If I wanted to go a step up from that, I would go to the business plan on wordpress.com. 25 bucks a month. You can put your own domain. You can put your own themes. You can put your own plugins. You have basically professional WordPress all in a nice, safe, managed environment. If you wanted to go a step above that, then you can go into the .org section where you've got your host gators, you've got your GoDaddies, you've got your Bluehosts, and at that point in time, you are now responsible for your website. You are responsible for fixing it, breaking it, putting it together, buying everything. It is your baby. If you want to do a better step, talk to me. Teachercast.net slash PW gets you my affiliate link for podcast websites. It is a great platform. I pay somewhere about 900 bucks for the year, and that gives me 24-hour support. That gives me a, a, a beautiful-looking website. I can change anything. I can manipulate anything. Um, I also get audio hosting included in that. And there's there's a lot of other perks to podcast websites. We'll do a whole show. I'm trying to get them on the show, but they are in England and I am on New York time. So it's hard to do all that stuff. But those are my good, better, bests, right? Dot com paid on the business plan. Or if you really want your website to look good, check out the guys over at podcast websites. They're amazing. And they'll they'll treat you really, really nicely. Of course, when it comes to WordPress, there's many, many more things out there. We'll talk a lot about navigation. We'll talk a lot about SEO. We'll talk a lot about post pages, how to do all that stuff, all in good time. I want to hear your questions. What kind of questions do you have about websites, building digital hubs? How do you make it work? If you have any questions on this episode, please feel free to reach out over at buildyouredubrand.com or heck, you know what? Join our Facebook group. We would love to have you. We're growing at a very, very good rate every single week and everybody there is very supportive of everybody. So check it out today over at buildyouredubrand.com and not, don't forget, if you know of somebody who's a blogger, a podcaster, a web designer, a, a speaker, a consultant, a tech coach, anybody out there looking to build their EDU brand, recommend this show. Say, hey, do you want to make a podcast? You got to check out that Jeff Bradbury show. That guy knows what he's doing. So check all that stuff out today. I'm going to leave you guys right here because I think I've talked a lot about WordPress and as you guys might might tell, I can go on with this forever. I got to go write a keynote speech. I hope that we can certainly get together next week. Of course, we drop our podcast every single Wednesday at 5 o'clock a.m. as I'm on my way to Connecticut. Soon won't be. Uh, working on moving. You guys know how relocations go. So anyway, with that being said, this is episode 16 of the Jeff Bradbury Show. And on behalf of everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury. Reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions on your platforms. You've been listening to the TeacherCast Educational Network, hosted by Jeff Bradbury. Jeff Bradbury.
please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at TeacherCast or online at www.teachercast.net. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.